hello everyone and welcome to a very exciting episode of death battle cast i'm ben voice of Wiz in the death battle you know that that, that show that you may have heard of um i'm joined by of course we've got josh uh, a director and writer for the show what's up josh hello i'm here it's a josh we've got a liam another director and writer of the show hi i'm liam writer and director for this show yep did you just wake up kind of feels like it <laughs> just a tad I've just been the awake. way he responded there i've been awake like, since 8 a.m i've been i've been busy today but uh no kind of yeah. feels like i just woke up uh and then God, we've I'm got white. aaron uh <laughs> producer extraordinaire of the show hello that's me i guess it's just the show now yeah i've, t I've taken over it all <laughs> all right so hey everybody welcome we've got the chat open over here so if you're watching this live as we do this every tuesday at 3 p.m central live um feel free to chime in and also uh say hi to all the mods as well as they are uh taking care of things and making sure everything is all good to go uh all right so today we have we have a couple things uh to talk about a couple things to show um, we're we're going to have a uh, community death battle between two characters who um, I was not expecting to do this with, <laughs> but uh, this should be really interesting, uh, specifically with Beast Boy and Nimona. Uh, you may have seen the more recent uh, animated film for Nimona that came out, um, but I believe it was like a graphic novel or a comic before that, right? It was, or yeah, it was a webcomic that then uh, was turned into a graphic novel. Nice. There we go. There we go. Yes. I don't know anything about Nimona, so this is going to be very Same. interesting. <laughs> uh, and, and then we also will have a little, 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 little tiny, little, little intimacy uh, sneak peek for a certain death battle that's coming up very soon. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Oh my goodness. Let's, let's, let's talk about this. So. I don't think that's how you say. Monona flowers. I am so excited about the, the animated series for Scott Pilgrim. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Is it because I said Ramona flowers? You said Ramona flowers and I was like, oh right, that's coming out. Oh yeah. I don't remember yeah. when it's actually coming out, but the fact that they got the, the entire cast from the movie, I watched that movie like maybe a month ago or something like that again. We know that everybody uh, that's so worked good. on the show has seen this fucking movie. Uh, it's it's like, like a at least a small so. handful of times yeah. and may have all been our personalities at one point or another. <laughs> Speaking of excellent black and white comic adaptations, there is an anime adaptation of Uzumaki by Junji Ito coming out soon. And it looks mm, fucking really? great because there was, yeah. a, there was a Junji Ito collection anime a couple of years back and it was not good uh, because it did not adapt mm. his art style into animation very elegantly um but this looks fucking great um i haven't seen I'm anything about that that's really cool yeah it just had I'll some trailers it looks incredible yeah. and i mean no, it, it looks really cool yeah maybe yeah. maybe we watch that together in champion cast after oh, this that would be fantastico yeah Ooh. <laughs> that's, okay that's, that's liam <laughs> for fantastic <laughs> oh liam's its own language now <laughs> yeah yeah well well this is a it's a it's a it's a vocal and it's a verbal and physical language so whenever you say a word mm. you have to do this so it's not fantastico it's fantastico and then it, that's that's the word that's actually a little bit 
Okay, before Liam digs too much more of a hole, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the community death battle. <laughs> There's an odd energy in our little virtual studio today. I don't know what it is. I think that's fair. There's a, thor- yeah. there's a thunderstorm going on right now. I feel kind of like a like a pet dog or bird or something that's like that's like heeding the sort of the bad signs of the coming storm. Um, I, I, but it's, I mean, it's good overall. To be fair, all right. Um, Right before we all AC. went live, literally all of us admitted that we wanted a nap. <laughs> yeah. I wanna, Maybe we're I'm all guilty. getting old. I don't know. But we all want to take a <laughs> oh, nap right. right now. Yeah, I would be down for a nap. But I have to keep seeing people. I'm interviewing people to see this room. We have a roommate moving out. So I've got a couple of those later tonight. There's just so many. But we Naps? have to do it so... What? Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I just wasn't sure what, how that Scuba? translated from nap, from like, I'm oh, sleepy. I'm oh, I'm tired. I'm getting because, a new roommate in. More things to do. Yes, more things to do. More things to I'm do. Going okay. To, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, no, Liam, we need you to argue right. for Beast Boy. I guess I win then. Aaron, you automatically <laughs> win. For no, I have to win. I am the winning boy. <laughs> there I we go. I am the debate boy who debates and wins. <laughs> All right. We've, we've, woken up, we've woken him up now. Debate boy. <laughs> we well, can get into yeah. It. Um, you guys can clip that. I am the debate boy. <laughs> That's excellent. All right. Can that be on your new uh, X profile or whatever it's called nowadays? Yeah, my X profile. I am the debate boy. Oh. Hey, mom, I've got an X profile. You've got a what? We it's all Twitter, do. Mom, hey. did this to us. Uh. <laughs> oh, anyway, all right, let's talk about this. Okay, Beast Boy versus Namona. Liam is going to be representing Beast Boy. Aaron is going to be representing Namona. It is their job to convince the jury to vote for their <laughs> respective character in any means necessary. The jury is going to consist of three seats, myself, Josh, and you all watching this live right now. There will be a poll later on that you'll be able to vote on and decide who will win the death battle. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoa, right. that was so much. Oh my god! Whoa! I'm so sorry. Who that was thought? so much. Are you okay? Are you supposed to be here? Like, like are you okay? We are. Oh, we are all so professionals much. here. Uh, Don't worry on, about it. On. It does feel like a Beast Boy thing. To Jesus! Do. Whoa! <laughs> That's actually relevant to one of the speeches later on, and I'm not even Great. okay technically. Sure. Why not? <laughs> oh, where is Chad when we need him? Jonathan, no, man, thank you for cow. the 10 gifted memberships. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you okay to do this, Liam? Like, seriously? Uh, yes, yes. I was okay, say, good. I was then like, you're up. Let's talk about okay, Beast Boy. Great. 60 seconds on the clock. Go. Uh, okay, so Beast Boy. He's a boy that's a beast. Um, his powers to turn into any animal uh, he can think of. This ranges from the largest animals on Earth the smallest, even to amoeba, who are not even technically classified as animals, to alien animals that he's never even seen before, except for the first time. Um, uh, they said, Liam, you can't do comic book because we know comic book beats Beast Boy will destroy. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so this is just Teen Titans. But the amazing thing about Teen Titans is that whereas with comic scaling, a lot of like street tier characters are more clearly delineated in terms of power sets. So, like, Batman doesn't scale to Superman. That'd be crazy. In the Teen Titans, all five Teen Titans fight and get and take hits from the same exact people, and they fight each other, 
They all scale to one another. The funniest is Robin. Robin absolutely has taken hits from a bloodlusted Starfire before it's crazy, and and Beast Boy is not is not an exception there. Um, so he has some actual crazy fucking stat feats to do, and also some crazy animal. Awesome. Yes. Uh, uh, good notes to bring up. Uh, we are specifically looking at Teen Titans, the show, uh, nice. Beast Boy, just so that it can sort of pair up a little more nicely with against Nimona, who only has, I guess, like two, three sources to pull from in total. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, dozens and tens and tens of years of comic books against that might be a little unfair. <laughs> All right, so Black Swordsman. Uh, yes, he actually does have Trigon scaling in the cartoon, but kind of. You'll see. We'll, we'll get. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, Kage, I did see. Thank you for the uh, the gifted subs. All right, Aaron, are you ready to yeah. talk about Nimona? Sure. I do just want to say as well. Um, this matchup was suggested for us to do on cast. Uh, by one of our researchers, Kian, and he was going to come on and argue for Nimona. Unfortunately, he had things come up with work. So uh, I ended up taking it over because out of everybody in the office, I am the only one that's both seen the movie and read the graphic novel. So it kind of <laughs> had to go to me uh, for for who who is aware of it. And yeah, Kian and Liam had had talked about and agreed to to limit Beast Boy in that way to make it a more a more interesting fight. Um, although honestly, I don't know all that much about Beast Boy, so maybe later we do talk about some comic feats because I would be interested to know what he's got going on. So, but as far kind of crazy, um, I mean she's got she's got she's got stuff. Okay, talk about <laughs> um, Nimona. Yeah, let's get into my rundown. So yeah, uh, she just had the movie come out, but uh, originally uh, this material comes from a graphic novel. Nimona is. Nimona. We don't actually really know what she is. She's never fully defined as what she is. What we do know about her is that she can transform into basically any kind of living creature. This can includes all sorts of animals, fantasy animals, uh, large shadowy constructs. She can also turn into other humanoid beings and mimic other people basically perfectly. Uh, she has... The way that she transforms lends her to a lot of strength, a lot of accelerated healing ability. Uh, she can take explosions. She can destroy buildings. Uh, you know, she it, it is interesting because at kind of a base level, she is difficult to define, but it is through what she does and uh, the abilities that she has, specifically feats that she has in the graphic novel, that I think she ends up being a very fun uh, matchup to Beast Boy and kicks his ass at least a little bit. <laughs> okay okay so a little bit at least a at little least. bit at least okay we'll see we'll see <laughs> run me through the the basic just the basic um um uh premise of nimona yeah so because yeah i i think i mean of the three of all have ever you seen the the movie or graphic novel or am i just no. talking about i i i've a girl been you to have watch... no idea about I, I've, I've seen the trailer for the movie and i wanted to see the movie and i was going to like offer to like take nimona if, if nobody else did but mm. then i found out it was based on a comic and i was like oh shit i i, I don't know anything about the comic and i don't necessarily want to rep it then mm. uh but I, I am interested in seeing the movie but i haven't seen it yet 
So I'm continuing my grand tradition of talking about a really cool piece of media that none of you know anything about, so I just spoil it all for you in order to argue yep. for the character. That's the, that's the Welcome of the to Death Bad. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's, that's how Good. This is fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the premise of Nimona, uh, the, the story of Nimona takes place in a modern fantasy world, so it's all very much kind of like high medieval aesthetics, but also they have, you know, a bunch of advanced science and electricity and and you know machine guns and all of that um nimona is a hench person she is uh the right hand to a villain uh lord Alistair blackheart uh who is trying to expose the government of the world for secretly being corrupt uh and it's mm -hmm. kind of a story that follows follows you know his his attempts to take down the institution and ultimately becomes a story of how you know she's the quirky sidekick but really she is the protagonist of the story and it is like around her that majority of uh the conflict uh takes place and the movie i think did a pretty good job of adapting the original work and kind of does stay true to that story um however the movie definitely softened things a bit the graphic mm. novel gets into a lot more uh <laughs> violence <laughs> pretty intense violence and mm. and about uh specifically conflicts around around nimona herself uh in the graphic novel the uh big conflict at the end is that she gets captured by by this corrupt uh institution and uh you know what they end up doing to her while she is captured, they experiment on her, try to understand how her abilities work, uh, ends up kind of uh, breaking her emotionally uh, and kind of mentally, uh, which leads to her transforming into this massive, angry, shadowy dragon beast that uh, cannot be stopped or, or tamed. And uh, they, they end up just straight up super exploding her to get her mm -hmm. to stop from destroying the entire city. Uh, of course, this is a super big explosion that she survives because she is nigh impossible to kill. If there is a way to kill her, <laughs> they have yet to find it. Why is she okay. nigh impossible to kill? What's the what's the basis for? Yeah. Uh, so my. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I, I I got the feeling that you do. <laughs> Something tells you that you do. Uh, Mike, if we can pull up. Page 192. Oh, oh yeah. I hope you have 190 images. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't. I, I like our casting director, Mike. I didn't want to be mean to him and send him 300 and something pages out of the graph novel. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this is when she is captured by the Institute and they are trying to figure out how it is that her ability works. Um, and from the energy readings from her, they determine, quote, every time she changes form, every single cell in her body is destroyed and new ones are generated in their place. Whoa. She's not molding herself into new forms. It's every time her whole body dies and a new one grows in its place. And her transformations happen instantaneously. Uh, she will go from being in her humanoid form into an animal form between two comic panels and multiple times that is kind of a, a visual gag of her like scaring people by suddenly being, you know, a, a rhino or a dragon or an ankylosaurus or a whale or a shark or uh, a combination of those animals. She can transform only portions of her body. Uh, so yeah, she, uh, you know, you can, so 
so long as even a cell of her exists, she will regenerate. So it, it sounds like to me, because Beast Boy's thing, as far as I'm aware, is specifically he is a humanoid person, but he can transform into animals. Yeah. Whereas Nimona sounds like somebody who is more so like she is an entity that can just be whatever she wants to be. Mm-hmm. If there's a, I, I guess there's not that much of a difference between that, but like to me, there is. <laughs> um, yeah. So is she like she, a demon she, or something? Like where she, she essentially, yeah, she essentially has no like base form. She is not a human that turns into things. Uh, mm. Any any iteration of her is as much Nimona as anything else. Um, you know, she can have forms that are a bit more unstable, but ultimately, it's not like yeah, she's not like human transforms into creature. She is entity transforms into whatever she wants to transform into. Gotcha. Uh, and, and, and yeah, so she wasn't born as a human. She like. What is she? <laughs> I guess is... you did say that we don't, so we don't know, really know, but <laughs> yeah, it is ambiguous. Um, okay. it she comes from a world in which there is this intersection of magic and science, so kind of a part of the story goes through. Mm. Well, is she magically based? Is she scientifically based? Is she a mixture of the both? Where did she come from? Why is she like this? Is there another creature like her? And the answer that the source material gives is we simply do not know. Interesting. Uh, it is established in the text that within this this kind of fantasy world, there do exist other kinds of shapeshifters. You know, they establish like, oh, you know, there's werewolves and selkies and other kind of, you know, people who change their shape, but she is far and above all of those kinds of things. Interesting. Is the okay. story ongoing or is it, has it finished? It's finished. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it, it truly is a win. Just we don't know. You can say. Yeah. Yeah. Per oh. per the movie, uh, they do establish that she, you know, we don't like see a majority of like her upbringing or like a parentage or anything like that. But in the movie, they establish like, oh, yeah, I also, I've always been this way. I woke up like this one day and I was just here. <laughs> uh, she also is like a thousand plus years old. She she okay. looks she looks like a teenager, but she she is a like non-aging entity and has been around for so for a very long time yeah does she choose to present herself as a teenager like she chooses she's chosen the mm -hmm. way that she looks okay yeah Interesting. there's there's points uh like emotionally charged points in both the movie and the graphic novel in which she more naturally presents like as a younger like kid version of herself uh to kind of show like how she's feeling small essentially mm. uh she also like can disguise herself as like other humans so she disguises herself as like a little boy at one point and then she disguises herself as um uh her her boss blackheart at one point uh she she disguises herself as other people to do like espionage um so yeah she she kind of has a base form in that uh you know, the Nimona that you see on, like, the cover of the book and in the movie is, like, how she most often chooses to present. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't really have a true appearance by that definition. Interesting. I have, okay. I have a couple questions. Yeah. Um, is there any... Does she have any specific weakness? Like, any specific body part um, that if you were to damage it, it would kill her regardless of her <laughs> Sure sounds like you know exactly what the answer the is. <laughs> the, so, so I'm just cutting to the heart of the argument, 
Aaron. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> is so, it her heart? Is yes, that what it, it is? Yes, what heart. Liam is Jeez. alluding to <laughs> is that within the movie, there is a moment that sets up that if she were to be stabbed through the heart, that she would die. This is not substantiated by the original source material. And we don't see her get stabbed through the heart. So as far as the movie canon is concerned, we don't know that it actually would have killed her. Just Nimona thought it would kill her. And what the fuck does Nimona know? She's a fucking moron. <laughs> Probably just yeah. lying about herself. Uh, yeah. She was about to do it, and then somebody stopped her and apologized to her. Um, so mm -hmm. well, that's nice. I guess technically... <laughs> Sorry could... for almost stabbing your heart. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, oh, what what page is it? Where... Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, she, I mean, okay. Yeah, okay. She, it... is, she has not had any kind of harm done to her that has actually killed her. She, um, let's pull up Mike page one first. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I I feel like if <laughs> if her heart was vulnerable, then her getting disintegrated or whatever was going on when she was mm -hmm. um being experimented on would have affected her heart maybe, too. Maybe. Yeah. Unless she had taken the form of some sort of creature with the magical that doesn't have a heart. Regenerate. Yeah, I mean, could she could she shapeshift sort of like into a, like an inanimate object that doesn't have a heart? She shapeshifted into a phoenix. Mm-hmm. Mm. And oh, and okay. Aaron, how long did it take her to like I, I right, we're talking about a death battle, so in yes. terms of her regeneration, she regenerated instantly from that attack, right? Mm-hmm. She did! Wow, that's amazing! Because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and it says, the resulting explosion destroys the wall, revealing a beautiful blah blah blah. Um, sometime later, the kingdom uh -huh. undergoes several changes. The breach in mm -hmm. the wall has become a trade road. Nimona, who is presumed dead, and Ballister are honored as heroes. Ballister restores his relationship with Ambrosius. Later, while he is visiting his old hideout, a seemingly resurrected Nimona appears to an overjoyed Ballister. How long did it take? <laughs> How long did it take in the movie, Aaron? Is. is that the movie, Aaron? Am I looking at the movie, Aaron? <laughs> Liam! As I've mentioned a few times, there's a graphic novel. Yes, there is. So, okay, alright, yeah, so yeah, this is the this page, page from earlier. So, this is not as much as her getting disintegrated, which happens later, but uh, this page and then the following page, Mike 156, establishes that even in her dragon form, which is because it's one of the like largest and angriest, it's considered one of the more like unstable ones. Uh, she does survive being beheaded, and she just regenerates in kind of her shadow form, uh, which is kind of like her going like big kaiju moment, uh, which is also what happens in the movie. So in both the movie and in the graphic novel, she gets super exploded. And you think that she's very dead. <laughs> um, she I... is. She is pretty much fully disintegrated. And in both, there is a bit of a time skip. In the graphic novel, it's like not even two days. Uh, in the well, that, movie, that's... it's a longer period of time. But in the graphic novel, it's not even two days. Now, it, it it does get into ambiguous territory of did it actually take her two days to reconstitute, or you know, did it happen instantly and then she only reappeared this amount of time later when it was clear that like it was safe mm. for her to return? It's mm. it's an ambiguity. We we simply don't know. But there's other places where she does um I don't actually know that I sent this page, but um 
in the in the graphic novel when she's captured by the institute she's stuck within uh this sphere that she can't break out of because it's like a self-healing alloy so she's stuck in it um and the institute because they're trying to figure out what she is end up taking a little bit of her blood which contains her cells and they take that outside of of <laughs> the the thing that she is trapped in and it, it is, is from that small amount of blood from those cells she becomes that really massive shadow dragon so even just a few cells she is able to then transform into a really big creature and uh this will actually be the last page i show i won't i'm not going to show you the whole graphic <laughs> novel uh but uh mike page 202 what this page also establishes because you can see there's a big shadowy creature and there's also nimona herself in in the little sphere that she's trapped in oh she is able to do more than one iteration of herself it does make her unstable and she mentions a few pages later that essentially that this is going to eventually resolve with the weaker iteration of her disintegrating and kind of rejoining back into the core form but mm. she is able uh through that blood being taken out of the sphere from those blood cells she makes this massive dragon creature instantaneously like she waits so she can do a dramatic reveal but she does it instantaneously i'm so fucking happy that you said that I didn't know that she could do I didn't know that was a feat, but that is such a wonderful transition into a feat I was gonna bring up later, but yeah. gosh, it's been handed to me on a silver platter. <laughs> well ah! let's get into it. Okay. I love it. Go what, for what, it. What, what, what do you want to talk about? Anyway, just to just to just to like sum up the point that I was making before. Um Nimona's regeneration is very impressive. It can it can regenerate from huge wounds like decapitation. But in terms of the big feat that people talk about, which is her regenerating from like being completely disintegrated or like a, a, like blown the fuck up, um, takes place super over in a it, yep. Um, you can only really be exploded, like super exploded. It's like not a different, but okay, super exploded. <laughs> um, uh, that takes an ambiguously yes. long time for her to regenerate. <laughs> um, and uh, the timeframes that were given uh, in the comic and in the show or in the in the Netflix series are like longer than past the point that a uh, that a death battle would be over um so uh in terms of that uh i think that's a huge mark against her because beast boy could absolutely do damage to her that would like keep her from continuing the fight um, well let's talk about beast boy, let's talk about you, beast you've, boy. Asked, you've asked a lot of nimona questions i'm curious what you've got for beast so, boy so beast boy can turn into uh i mean do i need to list off like you can I, we get it like tons, tons of animals 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 that are extinct it, like dinosaurs the, the, um the teen titans version is exclusively animals though right uh or beasts basically yeah i mean technically not um the the comics version has you can turn into animals that don't exist um that are just described the comics version can turn into mythic mythological creatures um yeah. like the monkey king um but and a phoenix but uh, beast boy in the cartoon turns into animals that exist including some creatures that you wouldn't normally consider animals um like uh an alien animal he was able to turn into this tamaranian beast um when they visit tamaran and the like, star starfire is getting married um and it's worth mentioning that Tamaranian beasts are Tamaranian and are, are strong enough to terrify 
Cameranians as strong as like Starfire, which was very impressive. We'll, we'll get into scaling a little bit. Um, I think most impressively, I brought this up earlier. He's able to. He he technically was one of the only characters, technically the only character besides full power Raven to actually hurt Trigon in a meaningful way. Like the other Titans, Starfire was like throwing star bolts at him, and he was he was like asleep. He didn't even wake up. Um, it wasn't until Beast Boy flew into his ear as a hummingbird and then transformed into a blue whale inside of his head cavity um, that he went, ah! Um, so he did the Thanos up the butt Ant-Man thing to Trigon. <laughs> it was actually able to hurt him. Um, 20 years early. 20 years early. Um, but I think most interestingly is what Aaron talked about. Aaron talked about two things. Um... Nimona being able to regenerate from the cellular level, um, and Nimona being able to exist in two forms, like have two cloned versions of herself. Mm. Um, there was an episode where Cyborg uh, got a computer virus, and that computer virus still crashed, and it, the computer virus manifested as like this actual like physical virus inside of Cyborg's body infecting his entire being, infecting his cells, sending out antibodies. Um, Beast Boy is able to turn, even though it's not technically an animal, is able to turn into an amoeba um, in order to shrink down and, and, and navigate uh, Cyborg's body. Um, and at the end, this, the virus, the viral core is like, what are you supposed to fucking do as an amoeba? You're just a little fucking loser and you're not strong enough to hurt me. What? Um, they said that in the show they said that word direct quote from the comics yes this boy went what do amoeba do um mike if you could bring up image one and then image two please i think image two he multiply and every single one of those little beast boy amoebas was talking and laughing independently of one another and I, I checked this just to make sure, um, but Amoeba, according to uh, the University of Utah, uh, to reproduce, they copy, they're talking about Amoeba, uh, to reproduce, they copy, their, they copy their DNA, and the cell constricts in the middle and pinches apart. The two Amoeba are exact copies of each other. Those are each individual beast boys who could, independently of one another, turn into giant fucking blue whales if they wanted to. <laughs> um, Nimona can split into two green and whales. then becomes, oh, yeah. Yeah, green and then whales, becomes yeah. Uh, yeah, green whales uh, and becomes unstable just by copying herself once. Beast Boy can do it. Mike, if you could bring up image two. I think image two. Yes, image two. Can do it millions upon millions of times. So much that he was filling the entirety. This is just like one little like uh, blood vessel, quote unquote, within Cyborg, enough to fill Cyborg's entire body and absorb this virus that had infected the entirety of Cyborg's bodies. If Beast Boy wanted to, he could go inside of Nimona and then flood her fucking internal organs and blood vessels and subsume every single one of her cells. And if she tried to shrink down into an amoeba to, to combat him at that level, well, then she's just one amoeba and he tears her apart. So. Well, That's I don't see how right. that would stop her from just transforming, destroying all of her cells, regenerating. Yeah. Okay, just... okay, a couple things. One, yeah. I mean, if she were to become an amoeba, why wouldn't she be able to just do the same thing? Because um, she hasn't. 
because because Beast Boy splitting is splitting. But I mean, by that same argument, have you seen like is there any evidence that these other amoeba that Beast Boy is turning into, like creating, have his powers? Yes. Yes. So we have seen multiple Beast Boy amoeba turn back into Beast Boy or Uh into other things. Yeah, and they and they merge back into a Beast Boy at the end. Wait, they merge into Beast Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two Beast Boys. So it's just one Beast Boy, actually. No, it's multiple Beast Boys. There were multiple Beast Why Boys. Why do they merge? To come together. Because Beast Boy exists as one person, and he doesn't want to be cloned. Well, okay. I <laughs> mean, we got a cat on screen now, so we got yeah, yeah, yeah. an actual nice, Beast. Nice fucking try. Nice I'm sorry. Try. <laughs> my mic. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's no, my, no, my mic picked chat. up my cat, and the chat was demanding, and I chat had to was asking the cat. cat. <laughs> there you go. Excellent. He's now run off. Uh, that's all you get. So now that that has successfully distracted us from the amoeba talk. Yeah. <laughs> Any um, chance there was a reason Beast Boy wasn't constantly doing that? Is that like something he can't always do? So replace Beast Boy with every single character we've ever had on this show, and I think that's the answer. <laughs> To a certain extent, Beast yeah. Boy is also very is very single minded. Um, mm-hmm. He is the group's like he's the point man who runs in and fucks shit up, but he's clever when he needs to be. He says at the end of that episode, "I'm not smart enough to think." He says, "Like I'm not smart enough to think of the perfect thing, but I'm dumb enough to try everything." And that's what he <laughs> that's how he wins at the end. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you even think to use amoeba cloning powers against the he, he he is thought to use like shrinking powers to get inside of people um uh, sure and and uh i i think in the in the same way that pneumonia is extremely hard to kill because of her regeneration even though that regeneration takes time um and and even big wounds like cutting her in half and creating two pneumonias can destabilize her um uh beast boy is way too tough like 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 feats wise the teen titans are fucking busted um and unlike with well i'm not actually beast boy in the fucking comic as a herald like he, he can turn into creatures yeah, that we're not talking about into. comic book we're not we're not we're talking, I, was, I mean I was gonna teen say, titans does have comics but they do they we're do. specifically and, talking and about the about teen that. titans and what i know what i'm saying is that like in comics there's usually a stronger delineation in feats and in teen titans they're just like robin can fight alongside starfire even though yeah. starfire yeah um so let's bring can let's talk, space can fly through space at, at literal like thousands of times the speed of light Actually, um, in a in a literal sense, uh, Beast Boy himself has dodged Doctor Light's light. Um, the G One blog, our lovely G One blog, um, that that does episode predictions for us, um, actually did a Toph versus Terra episode. So they did a big feat calc thing oh, nice. through all of Teen Titans. It was just Teen Titans Terra. Um, that's all you needed to win. Um, and uh, I I have We're some tough. some feats and calcs here. Uh, uh, he dodged Doctor Light's light beams. Doctor Light manipulates light. They're actual light beams. It was calculated like three times the speed of light. Starfire was able to fly past the moon in a few seconds, also three times faster than light, interestingly. Um, Blackfire, her sister, was able to fly between solar systems uh, within a couple of days uh, from 200 to 16,000 times faster than light. Um, Beast Boy would scale to all of that, especially in a certain alien form that he gets, or not alien, but in a, certainly in a, in a special a, uh, animal form that he gets called the Wear Beast, which is sort of this like, kind of made up monster it's kind of like a sasquatch thing he gets drenched in this like special fluid this like comic book radioactive fluid and it develops a new transformation and he and he does keep it in later episodes um and it's strong enough to like fight cyborg starfire 
and Robin all at the same time. It was strong enough to like beat the crap out of Raven. It wasn't him that did it. It was Adonis who also transformed into the same creature, but they thought it was Beast Boy. But they but they were evenly matched, so he'd scale. Um, very powerful, physically one of the strongest Titans, aside from like, you know, obviously Peak Raven is way stronger than all the rest of them. Um, uh, yeah. Louis Bobuena in the chat oh, yeah. does have a good point. Is Batman Lightspeed because he also dodges Doctor Light's <laughs> beams? Isn't Doctor Light's beams like they're like he 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 solidifies light? So it's, they are, it's he not can, like actually can. light. In Teen Titans, they are literal light beams. Um, also, uh, Black Canary. <laughs> Black Canary can dodge, can move within a nanosecond. Uh, we had that. We had her appear in in um, an episode. She yeah, didn't but have she's got a weird speed. mutant power of some kind. That doesn't know. affect her. There, there are a, there are a ton of like relativistic street level speed feats for for both DC and Marvel. Um, Daredevil moves in like a microsecond or something like that. Um, yeah, but he's got a weird. Goop powers. So. Uh, Boy he, got, has, he, he, has he got goop in his face. It all, it all comes down to weird goop. Transforming animal powers. Um, and again, like, um, we're yeah, but he transforms about... into like a dog. Dogs can't uh, dodge. Yeah, like. he can also transform into amoebas. It's gonna fuck uh, the other shit. Up. Um, I mean, I just also. <laughs> Not to harp on the same point, I just don't see how him becoming a bunch of amoebas within her cellular structure. I know. I just. I don't. I don't get it, Liam. Can you explain it. it to me in smaller words? <laughs> he was able to destroy uh, a viral core down at the cellular level and assume all of it. He'd be able to do the same thing to Nimona. I assume if Nimona's DNA is but not able to survive, she would just be destroyed and then she would just be destroyed at the atom subatomic level, at the conceptual level, and then would just come back. Which to life. she does whenever destroy. she transforms into a new creature, anyway. No. So, when she transforms, she, she, she gets destroyed entirely and then regenerates. She is able to destroy herself down to the cellular level, reconstruct her cells. Uh, that mm -hmm. DNA is still there. That that it, uh, Saying that it goes beyond that is extrapolating her powers. It's also something that takes several days to do. And, um, not uh, all the time. Not not all the time for gigantic, for, like, for... for uh, Specifically, smaller. that big explosion potentially took multiple days. We don't actually know. Super. It could have been a minute, and then she just was like hiding because it sounds yeah. like she went through some serious shit and mm. could have needed some needed I a vacation. And at least through through the movie the version, high end, that's definitely giving Nimona the benefit of the doubt. Oh sure, where I sure. don't think it's, it's been established. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 the issue of it's like off screen content, right? So we don't we simply don't know. We just know that story wise, she doesn't make a reappearance to the other main characters for within the movie probably what about in the comics within the comic a couple of days a few days is it is before it she makes herself known to before yeah. she shows back up it, again it is entirely possible that the big explosion happens she reforms and she's just like i don't want to be here i'm leaving all this other shit sh is happening so i'm just gonna hide for a couple days and yeah. then she comes back when everybody's like, where's the Mona and her friend? What's his name? Black something? Blackheart's uh, yeah. Black like, oh, oh, man, it's so, I'm just assuming. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, man, I miss the very, Mona. He's very sad about, about her, yeah. her dying. Um, and so she eventually works up the courage to come back. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that being the case. Either way, um, I, I do think just outright saying no, Mona absolutely takes extra time to uh, reform herself from a super explosion or whatever, um, it's not necessarily 100% locked in. But it's also not 100% locked in that she would be able to do it instantly. Yeah, it's, I, I it's think generally, like, so. I've, I've, 
been led to believe on this show that we need like positive proof of some kind that she could regenerate in a short amount enough and in a short enough time to continue the fight rather than saying well we don't know so let's just assume that she can even well normally what we would do is for an actual death battle is we would go through the entire series analyze how she transforms and whether or not that would affect this super explosion thing and then come to a conclusion of of uh, our best conclusion of what potentially happened and then use that but for a death battle cast that's not my it's up to everybody's interpretation (laughs) that is not my fault that did not happen we, we just have to like email the the author like hey nate <laughs> i'm in an argument with my co-workers i do not think that i First love your work how long but can you let me know <laughs> to reconstitute herself after the super explosion you know that super yeah. explosion i also think <laughs> that right. there was something to do with the fact that it was a phoenix right it was a phoenix well speaking of up. phoenix I think hey. it's long. I think we it, it's been a while, so or, or we're, we're ways into the show. Oh yeah! So I think now is a great time to show off Phoenix the sneak peek for uh, the upcoming death battle of Phoenix versus Raven. I'm really excited about this. What? Wait. <laughs> Come to burn my home to ashes. The demon inside you is too strong to be left alive. I'm sorry. This is for the good of the universe. (laughs) Azeroth Metrion Zinko! Darkness take you! (sighs) What's the matter? Afraid of the dark. You don't control my mind! So good. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll tell you a little bit more about uh, some of of the the behind the scenes for the episode in just a minute. I do need to talk about our sponsor for this week's episode, Mint Mobile. Uh, From the gas pump to the grocery store, your your, your utility bills and favorite streaming services. Guess what? Inflation is here, hiding behind every corner, ready to make things worse. Uh, Seriously, I want it to stop, please. But thankfully, there is one company out there that is giving you a much needed break and it's mint mobile as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only mint mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone with phone plans starting at just 15 dollars a month by going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail mint mobile passes significant savings on to you all plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5g network and you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. That's kind of huge. That's really important to me. Please, thank you. <laughs> uh, so to get your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month and get the ship, uh, get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/cast. That's mintmobile.com/cast. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com/cast. Thank you very much, Mint Mobile. 
Uh, let's talk a little bit about Phoenix Raven before we get into uh, the the voting. This this episode is is definitely one that oh my gosh, a bunch of memberships just came in while I was reading mm -hmm. that off. Thank you so much, Shelton, uh, Man, and Grant. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, if you guys, if anybody here got, um, oh, and Ken Jorks, oh my goodness, there's so many. <laughs> oh my God. If anybody got a, a membership uh, from them, please thank them. Cause like that's, that's huge. Thank Holy you. crap. Amazing. <laughs> uh, wow. That's, that's incredible. That's yeah. Nuts. Um, <laughs> uh, so Phoenix Raven, we, we talked a little bit about this back in way back in the day when we did Twilight versus Raven, we were like, uh. We don't really know enough about Raven, so we're going to jump into, uh, we're going to use Twilight as the, um, our, our, our sort of first venture against her and see where that lands. Uh, and, and I know some people were definitely responded like, hey, you know what? You should get, you guys should do Phoenix versus Raven. At the time we were like, I don't know. That seems like, seems like a, a kind of an obvious like matchup, right? Yeah. And then we started looking into it and man, this is, both these characters have so much more going on than you might think yeah there's so many different forms so many different powers and also like the connections just the emo like the emotional connection between them is is fascinating uh so i i've i've been really really excited working on this episode and i'm hyped to finally uh get it out to you guys it's coming out this upcoming weekend this sunday for members and then on monday for everyone else so definitely stay tuned for that of course we've got uh, our sprite team Luis, gus and zach uh, on the animation with with Annie and Origin working on it as well, and as well as Moro, believe the first time working on mm -hmm. Death Battle, which is fantastic. Uh, the there's some incredible uh, Raven or Soul Self and and Phoenix animation that he's that Moro put together, which is so good. <laughs> uh, it, it gets really good. Um, uh, music's by Aaron, of course. That was, that was pretty hype. We definitely so wanted good. to make sure that we had some. Uh, I, I really want to make sure that there's that like. 90s and uh, 2010 titans like feel to it yeah uh, it's so and good. it has the sting it has that yes yeah yeah buckland is back so as raven hard. and our good friend cory pettit is uh voicing nice. jean gray because of course she is <laughs> that was a instant choice for me uh so yeah be sure to check that out and we'll we'll share the um sneak peek at the end of asked as well in case you want to see it again <laughs> uh okay so let's get into this vote let's let's go ahead and do closing statements real quick just to yeah. see if there's anything that there's that you guys think like maybe you missed or didn't say about your characters let's go ahead and start with uh with nimona is there anything you wanted to close out with or anything you didn't cover for nimona I mean, honestly, I feel like we cover just about everything. It's kind of inherent when we have like a, a less popular, less familiar character, right? We ended up talking about them a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I mean, she's just, she's got that regeneration. She's extremely difficult to kill. Uh, we didn't touch on it as much, but she's done like an insane amount of murder <laughs> over her thousand <laughs> years of being alive. So she she would certainly... Would certainly we didn't want talk to too much about <laughs> that, the, the age difference. So mm. what has she been doing for a thousand years? Generally causing chaos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she's always been involved in some sort of like, I guess, stressful scenario, but not necessarily combat, but always like causing situations where she would have to like I, combat essentially or, or something similar. Yeah. She's, she's annihilated a handful of villages in her day. <laughs> Okay. She kind of goes from from one location, hangs out there until she's like caught out for being a monster, destroys it, goes to the next one, 
God. It's only more recently that she was like a right hand. Like mm-hmm. prior to that, that's what she was doing. Okay. Yeah. Well, she she also kind of wants to to take down the the main kind of government body, and she Who finds doesn't? black. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but she finds Blackheart is basically just like, oh, you will be perfect for like helping me do this because she nice. is more chaos okay. than planning. It's so interesting because because my understanding of the movie, or I guess the the book is like she's the sidekick to the super villain who's actually like the main character or would be the main character but she's yeah. actually the main character right mm-hmm. but she takes the role of his sidekick uh, but it's actually just like for fun because she thinks that this would be the right place for that kind of thing essentially yeah it's kind of that subversion of she's like oh yeah i'll be your sidekick and then she's the driving force of mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. of the story so i do have a yeah, couple of things i, I still need to cover <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, Liam. Let's go ahead and talk about Beast Boy. Beast Boy again. has not been alive as for a thousand years, but his experience is absolutely secure. Even in the cartoon, he's faced off against like armies of bad guys, super villains, super geniuses, um, evil organizations, uh, an evil dark god that corrupted the entire world. Um, I think his his quality of experience training in martial arts with Robin. Um, uh, uh, pales i mean her 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 experience pales in comparison to his even with her longer lifespan um but uh, in terms of like i think the only other big thing i wanted to talk about was physical strength um because uh based on what i know about nimona looking at the debate beforehand she's just just does not compare in a physical confrontation um uh cyborg uh is capable of swinging skyscrapers around raven not in her full power form but even just holding back is able to help hold back like titan's titan tower falling um villains like thunder and lightning are powerful enough to literally cause thunderstorms um cyborg was also able to hold back this is another calc i got from that blog was able to hold back an alien pod that was flying into earth's atmosphere at sub relativistic speeds that was calc to its kinetic energy and his his strength for holding it back 36.5 megatons of tnt that would actually be more powerful than that town-busting laser that you had mentioned uh, before um, for Nimona. So Beast Boy himself is powerful enough to, to, to defeat Nimona in the same way that she was in the, in the episode, and certainly far stronger and, and far faster. I mean, the, the faster-than-light stuff I brought up earlier. Stronger, faster, tougher. Um, and that's not mentioning any comic book stuff that Aaron asked me to bring up at the end, like turning into mythological creatures or tanking hits from Cyborg's Sonic Cannon, which, very similar to our Adam West Batman episode, uh, can produce decibels in the tens of millions, which- Wait, uh, is this in Teen Titans or is this in the comic? No, this is in the comic. Uh, Aaron told me to bring up comic (laughs) pieces at the end. I asked him to bring up comic at the end because I thought it would be funny. Though to be fair, I didn't (laughs) technically ask- make it all confusing though. (laughs) I didn't technically ask or look up to see if it's still like 10 million decibels in the Teen Titans cartoon, because obviously a Sonic Cannon that emits 10 million decibels would destroy the universe like ten to the quadrillion times <laughs> powers over. This is cyborg. This is cyborg. Yeah, um, it does in the comic. Uh, and I and wonder. Beast Boy is like a herald in the comic, so he absolutely just goes cinema and it's like over. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think even even just with the cartoon. Hey, look! You want some crazy shit from the cartoon? Guess who they canonically cross over with? Their Teen Titans Go counterpart. God damn like it. Universe level fucking like 
Toon Force reality warpers, like literally like crushing planets and destroying well, the universe. Well, guys, and... guess what? We only have five minutes left in the episode, so we're going to have to get I to the I thought we were going to make you it. You thought you were so smart, limiting me to Teen Titans. <laughs> Oh, oh no, look at that. The poll is up. You can go ahead and get your vote started. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go ahead and get to this. Uh, so, hey, we do have some answers from all of you that you uh, provided to us before we uh, started the show. So let's go ahead and bring up the first one. Let's see. We got from Nathan Biller. Even without some of Beast Boy's crazier transformations, his scaling is pretty ridiculous with some of the villains he's fought as a titan. Nimona doesn't have a rogues gallery like his. Oh, that's an interesting point. Mm -hmm. Like the, just the variety of enemies. That is something we usually keep in mind when we're doing comparison. Um, I assume, I don't remember an episode of Teen Titans that has this, but I assume he's fought a shapeshifter before. Uh, he fought himself. Uh, Trigon creates an evil clone of himself. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He technically loses to himself because they're, like, better clones, but then they, like, right. swap with the other Titans so that they, like, have better advantages against each other. Um, but, yeah, he does, he does fight. Yeah. So, okay. Kendrax, thanks for an another five Death Battle memberships gifted. Oh, my goodness. All right, let's go ahead and bring up the answer for uh, Nimona. Is from Funk... What? <laughs> Uh, funky, funky, Bukyo? Funky Bukyo. Bukyo. Yeah. Funky. All right. Funky says. Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely vouch for Nimona. She could go full Godzilla or Ghidorah if it comes nice. to it. Nimona's power is unlimited. Unlimited power. Well, I mean, if it's unlimited. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I guess she wins. Automatic. <laughs> all right let's go ahead and get to these votes the first vote is going to be one you guys have already decided on we are going to get the uh poll from the youtube community tab let's go ahead and bring that up and get our first vote decided oh, wow okay uh now this might just be because beast boy is more well known but beast boy has 86 percent of the initial poll that's a pun so, that's a pun right there nimona got 86 it's a restaurant okay. terminology for when you don't have any more of yeah. something. But 86. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but we're not okay. talking about restaurants. So it doesn't, it just sounds like you're talking about something weird. With here. Like I come at these people with these ideas. <laughs> and these I give them gifts every single day and they spit them back in my face. <laughs> and you oh, spit in no. my face. <laughs> this is why you should vote for Liam because he feels sorry for himself. <laughs> As we all know, Liam very rarely ever gets a W. Never, never. It's really, this, it's really hard to be Liam Swan, okay? I don't, I don't need your, I don't need your, 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 oh, I made my screen, my sub screen as big as my main screen. <laughs> never mind, you guys can keep going. Okay. okay. Now I only have to look All at right. me, look at this. Now well, you know what? Oh, wow, okay, we get to see it. Yeah. Uh, okay, Liam, it's going to be uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of power Nomona has, unlimited, which we can talk about now that we're starting our vote. <laughs> All right, so we got one vote for Beast Boy. Time to time for us to vote, and then we'll get to the the poll in the chat. Um, Josh, yeah, what are you thinking? This is tough. I mean, I loved Teen Titans. Like that version of Robin is my Robin. I love that show, and Beast Boy's great oh, in yeah. it. Uh, and I could be wrong, but I'm just going to go with my gut here. And I feel like I'm going to go with the regenerator with a thousand years of experience. Like, I bet she's fought a shapeshifter at some point in that time. It's enough time to have, you know, 
like that probably has come up for her. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go pneumonia. Okay, yeah, that's that's I the the whole idea that she is constantly destroying herself and rebuilding herself every time she transforms definitely I think throws a wrench into yeah into this entire thing that I'm not really sure I I it would definitely need a lot more um work to dig into to really establish how 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 this death battle would really like go but I have to <laughs> I hate to do it, but I think I have to side with Liam. I think, I think, I think Beast Boy's experience, even though it's not within a thousand years, it's much less. I think he's going to have way more experience, way more uh, to work with in terms of like what, what he's transformed into and how he's used those transformations. Um, and also he's fought... I, the closest thing I can think of to compare Nimona to is like some sort of like transforming demon, right? He's fought uh, the literal king of demons, essentially, with Trigon. So I think I'm going to have to give it to Beast Boy, but it's pretty close. I don't know. Is that your final answer? Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> what kind of, sh what got, you mentioned there were other shapeshifters. Are they like, like werewolf shapeshifters or are there any other shapeshifters like Nimona? In the world, in the world that she's in, Nimona is entirely unique. Uh, the same world does contain other kinds of shapeshifters. Uh, werewolves and selkies are what are specifically mentioned as also mm. existing. Okay, then I will begrudgingly have to give my vote to Beast Boy. <laughs> begrudgingly, <laughs> but it is it is pretty close for me. All right, so we're gonna wrap things up with the poll from the chat. Ending it right now, we have. 67% of the vote oh. going to Beast Boy. Congratulations, <laughs> Liam. <laughs> Quick, we can say whatever we want. <laughs> I can't hear a single damn thing any of you saying. All I can hear is the, the uh, points of victory blowing in my ears. Anyway, thank you all for... <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for tuning into this episode of the Fiddlecast. I can't um, hear anything. Now I thank you it. for uh, taking on Nimona, uh, Aaron. Even thank if, you, Aaron. <laughs> with hey, Beast Boy, at, at, so at this point, I get set up to have to fight Liam in one of these casts, <laughs> and I'm Both like, you. so long as I just ch like move the dial a little bit on the vote, I'm gonna consider it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It... I had a, like a little bone with this one because both you and Kian came to me independently and went, look. It's pretty obvious <laughs> that Nimona wins. Like, it's really no contest. That's Both literally like that not. And I went, <laughs> all right, all right, let's do it. Okay, Liam, <laughs> Liam, you're only allowed to lie before the vote. Oh I, I, am I allowed to share Slack DMs? I'm dead. <laughs> Josh just Dumb. died from that. All right, all right. Dramatic, know. dramatic reading. I know all right. time. <laughs> oh, oh, we have dramatic no, no, reading. No. <laughs> Aaron Mackla, seven fifty-three p.m. yesterday. Hey, so I'm taking over Nimona from Kian for cast. Per him, he talked to you about limiting Beast Boy to the cartoon. I do think that probably makes more sense for a fair fight, but I also think it would be fun for you to have a few comic feats, slash scaling, etc., in your back pocket to talk about at the end. Anyway. Liam Swan, 7.53 p.m. He replied very quickly for it being outside of work hours. <laughs> You're 8.53. Shut up. <laughs> sure, that sounds like fun. I heard there's some crazy shit that he can turn into in the comics. And then 
uh, sorry, 7.58 p.m. Aaron Makula. Yeah, I'm brushing up on the Nimona graphic novel, and she is dot 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 basically unkillable question mark, or at least very extremely hard to kill. So I think having extra stuff to talk about her beast boy will make it for a more fun cast. Liam, it, it, this is an unwinnable fucking thing for you. You need to bring- I know we talked about not doing comic feeds, but we gotta <laughs> bring up some because Nimona's basically unkillable. Well, well, What I'm well, hearing here- well. <laughs> What I'm hearing here is that this whole thing was scripted, and I feel robbed. Yeah. What the heck? You guys planned this ahead of time? Was oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll, we'll show off that uh, that sneak peek in just a little bit once again. Uh, thanks to everybody for uh, for jumping into the uh, Beast Boy versus Nimona argument. Uh, and until next time, be kind to others, be kind to yourself, be awesome. See you next week. Raven vs. Phoenix is coming very soon. Let's check out that sneak peek one more time. Come to burn my home to ashes. The demon inside you is too strong to be left alive. I'm sorry. This is for the good of the universe.